Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. My name is Ann Ortley. <clears throat> I'm an astrologer here in New York City. I'm broadcasting this morning from the bright red desk on December 9th. <coughs> Excuse me, 2018. Um, it's a nice chilly morning here in New York City. A little crisp and crisp and sparkly out there. Not bright sunlight, but that kind of gray overcast winter is coming, snow is on the way kind of weather. And I don't know if it's going to snow. I haven't checked the weather report, but my foot says to me, I'm going to have some precipitation today, whether it's snow or rain. I can feel it coming in. I have a I broke some bones in my foot a couple of years back and I am a better weather reporter than any other weather reporter in the world because when the barometric pressure changes those pins in my feet go tinkle tingle so they're tinkle tingling this morning um which is always you know like a good thing to know I know to bring a raincoat you know if the weatherman says rain and my foot is not tingling I don't need a raincoat but if my foot is tingling I bring the umbrella um, at any rate, we're going to talk about the weather for the week ahead, which, of course, last week we had Mars-Neptune join, uh, and that was on Friday, and that also was combined with that delicious new moon in Sagittarius. Um, not too late to do your new moon ritual. This is a real forward motion new moon with your dreams. Today the moon's in Capricorn, and then it goes into Aquarius on Monday night around 6.30, and it has great closing aspects Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday. So while, you know, you could have done your ritual for the new moon on yesterday on Friday in the Sag moon, um, and today if you do it on the Cappy moon, it's a lot about what you're changing or letting go of or you're shifting, right? And then the Aquarius moon is just very collaborative because the Aquarius moon trines Uranus as its last aspect. So Sag moon inspires. Candles. Think of candles. Lots of candles everywhere. Mars and the Neptune are squaring that moon, that new moon, and they started a new two-year journey last week, and now we are forward full steam ahead. I want you to think of this next, the rest of this month while Mars is in Pisces until December 31st when he rolls out of Pisces into Aries, like 9.20 at night, right before New Year's. Um, I want you to think, and he goes into Aries where he starts a new two-year cycle. I want you to think, okay, what else can I wrap up? What else can I wrap up? What else can I wrap up? with the idea that I'm preparing for the new chapter, right? Mercury and Venus are still in their shadows of their recent retrogrades, but Mercury went direct last week. We had a really good example of it. Kept Mercury and Scorpio, right? So it's comments on Scorpio things about sexual stuff, right? Scorpio I mean, talks about other things. can be taxes and all that, too. So we had Kevin Hart, who got the Academy Award uh, hosting gig, and then Mercury stationed and went direct, and his homophobic comments from eight years ago, which he's apologized for for a few times, came back up again. And, and he said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do the gig. Um, and he said, I've apologized for it before, Mercury and Scorpio. And, you know, it was eight years ago. I'm in the process of becoming. We all learn from our mistakes. But he said, but I don't want to make it an issue with the Academy. And also, you know, all the trolls that jump up and down when, you know, oh, you did this bad thing. And he's like, I've apologized this for this a few times. Not the first time it's come up. But I also recognize it's not about me. It's about the Academy Awards having a host that honors all the people that are appearing. So, you know, maybe later. 
But that's a good example. He's a comedian. He works with words, right? Mercury stationed and went direct, and the it changed. So last week, some old stuff that you were working on <clears throat> could have shifted and changed into something new. And now that Mercury's direct, I had a couple people get job offers last week. Yay, rah. Um, you know, new new beginnings for them. Um, <clears throat> people were kind of saying, okay, we're ready for a different approach. Yay, rah. Mercury going direct. Venus, of course, is still in her shadow, too, her, her long Scorpio retrograde, but she clears her shadow in the next few days. So watch your ghosts. Talk to them. Someone wrote a nice note saying one of her ghosts had called, and so she talked to him, and, and he thanked her for how kind she was to him in uh, when they were younger and that he really appreciated how open-hearted she had been. And she said, and she was just thinking, gee, you know, maybe I'm too nice, maybe I'm too open-hearted. And then this voice from the past comes forward and says, no, 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 you don't know how much you helped me by being open-hearted and kind. So watch for the messages. They're really important. And, of course, Mercury's aspecting the nodes of fate last week. So you may have had someone say to you, <coughs> hey, why don't you try this or why don't you do this? Pay it to, you know, And you may go, no, I don't really want to do it. But pay attention to the information. Pay attention to the ideas, things coming at you that you're learning about. That's being how you're being invited by the universe. This week is not a particularly dramatic week. Uh, we don't have a lot of changes. We don't have a lot of stations. But we do have a forward, full steam ahead. Time to move forward. And we do have um, uh, both Venus and Mars uh, in really positive move-forward energies. Um, where they're both kind of saying, okay, I'm really in the mood to get stuff moving. And <clears throat> we also have Chiron stationing to go direct. And that happens on the 9th, of, which is next Sunday. Uh, that, and that actually happens today, I, I guess, to the 9th, this Sunday. And what happens when he stations to go direct? We see where we've been wounded or where we were maybe hanging on to some old stuff. Now, remember, Chiron's at the last degrees of Pisces. He went into Aries. Um, he spends a, a chunk of time in Pisces, and he invites us during that during that time uh, to understand our soul wounds. Uh, Pisces or Chiron's an interesting critter. Um, he's a half centaur, half uh, human, right? So he's kind of a mix guy, and he is where we integrate our bestial nature. We all have that. We all are animals with our emotional nature. And he went into Pisces um, where he he's spent a chunk of time over the last few years. He went into Pisces and he has been working on our soul wound and trying to get us to understand where we are deeply wounded. And he went into Pisces in November of 11. Okay, So now as he leaves it and he goes off into Aries, he goes direct. So when a planet turns direct, it's kind of like full steam ahead. You know, it goes 90 miles an hour into the new sign. So he's going to go forward into Aries and then stay there. So this is an opportunity for all of us to look at our soul wound over the next chunk of time and go forward with it and say, okay, um, I understand, you know, everybody's wounded. You know, it's just kind of part of human nature. We've all had our heart broken. We've all had losses that are deep and profound. But as Chiron turns to go forward, he invites us to uh, work with the wound in a new way, to look at it as a, a story about us, not our, our most defining feature. 
So I have a friend who's been having a really hard time, and last week was pretty rough, and um, I have a few friends <laughs> having a hard time, but last week was, was a little rough. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, her choices and her options and stuff. And one of the things, she is she's an animal person, you know. And I said, well, you know, there's all these animals. Why don't you find a place where, you know, you maybe can't take an animal in now, but why don't you find a place where you can go foster an animal, you know, where you can you can take one for a week or two and then, you know, bring it back. Or you can just maybe go walk them, you know, go hang out with animals. So, you know, she was, and then, you know, I know her, you know, you throw it in, she stirs around a little, and then mulls on it, right, and then goes, oh, okay, you know. So she wrote back, she says, you know, maybe I can find an old dog. I can give life to an old dog. I'm like, okay, you know, and of course she's been referring her to herself as an old dog, and, you know, she's not, she's actually younger than me, but she feels like an old dog, right? So I said, oh, I, I think that's a great idea, you know. I mean, you're in Florida where people die and leave their dogs, you know. They're old people and they, do, they you know, whatever. So I think she's going to go get an old dog. And that is like a solution to many things. It's a healing of the wound. It's a healing of that caretaking energy, a healing of where we were hurt. So now as Chiron stations to go direct, until February 19th when he goes into Aries and he starts a whole new cycle, our job is to go, okay, how, what else needs to heal? What else? How can I support that healing? How can I support myself healing? We have these wounds. They aren't going away. We all get old and we die. That's part of the deal. Um, we all eventually you know, have stuff happen in our life that brings us heartbreak or brings us sadness. And it's honoring that, you know, not denying the memory of it, but integrating it, <clears throat> taking those scars, taking those wounds into your body. And I remember reading something a long time ago. I think it was in Ms. Magazine. And they were talking about being in a gym and looking at women's bodies, you know, where their C-sections are, <clears throat> where there's been a surgery, when there's been a mastectomy, and understanding that the scars on our body are physical telltale marks of what we've gone through as a person. But we also have scars on our innards. We have that little heartbreak. We have that deep loss. We have that hole that was so, so sad. We have that that thing that just disappeared from our life and we never got to say goodbye. So sit with those things this week as everything starts to move forward. As Mercury goes retrograde, and now goes direct and clears his shadow. He's in Scorpio, so he wants you to go deep until he enters Sagittarius, which he does on Wednesday night. And Venus is in Scorpio, remembering the lost loves, remembering the passions. She's going to be in Scorpio till January 7th. Want, the universe wants us to remember the losses and to honor them. You know, we went to the funeral this week with last week with George Bush and honoring our losses, honoring our life, honoring our service. We're not dead, obviously. We're, you're listening to the weekly weather. You've got a week ahead of you. But honoring those things as part of the, the fabric, the, the things that shaped you, the things that encourage you to be who you are, the things that discouraged you perhaps from pursuing a path, and now maybe that path is whispering in your ear, and it's saying, well, remember this was one of your dreams? And you're kind of like, well, I gave that dream up. I want you to go pick it up. I want you to go pick that dream up and use it. 
And then I want you <clears throat> to go listen to Shallow, which is the song from uh, The Star is Born. And it has, you know, it's a multi, kind of a multi-appliable song, you know. Is it about drug addicts? Is it about falling in love? Is it about those deep, deep losses that we feel? You know, uh, you know how do we give ourselves permission to dive deep into our soul, dive deep into our wound, dive deep into stuff? So I was, you know, I have this thing in my foot. We've been working on healing it for a while. So I had somebody the other day go, honey. I'm like, honey? They're like, honey. So I'm like, all right, we'll try some honey. And she put some honey on the wound, and it... I swear to God, it started to sing like a crazy thing. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell did you do to my wound? <laughs> and she's like, honey's very healing. And she's one of those woo-woos, you know, so I have, I have a lot of woo-woos. She's a real woo-woo. She's one of my real woo-woos. And I'm like, really, honey? She goes, it's really very used very often in healing healing wounds that are hard to heal. So, of course, I got on the Internet and looked, and yes, this is true. And it's not like fake Internet. It's like real Internet. And I'm like, honey, huh. And so the wound is happier with honey in it. I mean, it stings like a expletive deleted for those of you with small people in the car. But it it seems to be doing fancy things. (laughs) And I'm like, honey, huh. A little sweetness in the wound. A little a little melancholy in the wound that of course it it reactivates it stings it open makes it go ah and then it goes okay okay calm down we have to heal we have to heal so this week you may find your wounds opened with Chiron stationing to go direct you may remember old wounds you may be in the mood to be a little more sad but Mars joined Neptune last week and he said we want you to pursue your dreams. What are they? Let's get working on them. Two-year cycle, starting now, (coughs) starting last Friday. Um, Next. Next. You're still here. You're still alive. Forward we go. Lots of activity in the heavens above. Still wrapping up, still getting messages from Mercury and Venus as they finish their retrograde journeys and leave their shadows. But they are giving you information. And then let me tell you, once we get to January... Oof, Margo's into Aries. Venus gets out of Scorpio into Sag. Rock and roll, man. Next year is uh, climb every mountain, ford every steam. I did a conference this weekend. Uh, Broadly had a wonderful conference in Williamsburg, and I was invited to speak. One of my my bestest students, Annabelle Gatt, is um, one of my babies, one of my astro babies. Um, she calls me her astro mom. So, uh, and a few of my astro grandchildren were there because she's made some astrologers too. But they had this wonderful conference in Williamsburg, and you know, I did a presentation on what's ahead, which is um, I'm going to do a slightly longer. I have only 45 minutes. I'm going to do a longer version on it. It's up on the website. What's ahead for 2019? And it's climb every mountain, ford every stream. Remember that song? All these energies are out working hard because the Capricorn planets and then Sagittarius is like, yeah, be inspired, follow your dream. So turn on uh, climb every mountain, ford every stream (laughs) this morning as you're working on your stuff, this week as you're working on your stuff. Get ready for next year. Wrap up this year. Finish up the stuff that needs to go and bless it and send it on its way. It's a brand new energy. We're moving forward. And Chiron 
is full steam ahead until he enters Aries, and uh, and you're going to feel like he really flies because uh, he he really does when he when he shifts signs, and he goes into Aries on February 18th, which is then uh, a whole new chapter, right? So we're still working with that wound energy; it's not going away. It's part of who you are. It's the scars on your soul that make you the person you are. The the wounds, the sadness, play shallow, um, and go into the deep. Give, you know, you're in the deep now, right? You're in the water. So, and, you know, if you need to, get an old dog and, and teach it some new tricks. All right, so the week ahead, this is the week of December 9th. Let's get our calendars and pencils ready. Um, today's the, today is the 9th and the moon's in Capricorn. We have moon occult Pluto tonight around 1020. That's kind of a big emotional time, so just kind of watch for that. And the moon goes void Monday afternoon at 427 p.m. with a square to Uranus, which is a separating or let it change, let it change kind of energy. Then it's void for a couple of hours, and it goes into Aquarius at 6.39 p.m. on the 10th. Again, these are Eastern times. It's in Aquarius Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it goes void at 5.20 in the morning on Thursday the 13th um, with a sextile to Uranus. So that's kind of a rock and roll, right? Rock and roll. Moon and Aquarius, lots of connections, lots of comments, lots of conversations, forward, forward, go, go, go. Uh, it's void for two hours on Wednesday, on Thursday the 13th, and it enters Pisces at 7.40 a.m. on the 13th. It's in Pisces all day Thursday, all day Friday, and it goes void at 6.49 a.m. Saturday morning with a square to the sun. So moon in Pisces, square the sun, has an energy of kind of overdoing and crying, right? So one of you might be crying, the other one's overdoing, a little bit of an impatient energy, and a mutable mutable sign in a square, which usually indicates that emotions are not in sync with ego. So that is going to be Thursday, Friday. Then the moon is void all day Saturday the 15th. Okay, 6.49 it goes void. It goes into Aries at 7.44. Try not to buy a lot of stuff on Saturday the 15th because it's not going to work. You're going to bring it back. It's not going to fit. You know, avoid shopping that day. <clears throat> Then at 7.44 p.m. on the evening of the 15th, the moon goes into Aries, and it's in Aries on um, uh, Saturday night and all day Sunday and all day Monday, and it goes void with a conjunction to Uranus um, uh, at 2.21 in the, in the afternoon. So Saturday night, uh, Sunday, the 16th, Monday, Great time to buy your electronic Christmas presents if you're buying any because we warned you off about doing it because Mercury was retrograde and in his shadow and yada, yada. But those are nice aspects, that that, that weekend energy, that moon in Aries, uh, for shopping and finding stuff, that's Saturday night, Sunday, Monday. So if you're going to do electronic gifts, that's that's really when I would say you're in the clear, go ahead, buy them. Now, obviously, if you bought them already, don't fret. But there may be some stuff you have to adjust or change or whatever. So I was trying to assemble something I'd bought a while ago. And I can't find the friggin' cord. I don't know what I did with the electric cord. I mean, it runs on batteries, too. But I was like, what did I do with the electric cord? <laughs> I don't know where it is. Um, eh, you know, Mercury retrograde. Hopefully it returns. Um, <clears throat> but for you, that's the electronic shopping day or any time after that. 
so in the week ahead, the busy the busy day next week, that is a little bit of stress is um, is Thursday. Thursday has a bit of stress to it, and uh, Friday afternoon, early evening is a little bit hard to discern. It's not that you can't do okay with it, but you're going to feel like you're not really seeing something clearly or you're seeing something but it isn't as clear. We also have the Geminids meteor shower, so great time to go out and watch uh, shooting stars on the 13th and the 14th. And the moon won't be up in the heavens then because it's still uh, opening quarter. And so go watch for shooting stars this week on the 13th and 14th. Um, In the regular stuff... Excuse me, I'm getting some mucus in my throat for some reason this morning. I do not want a cold. Both of my assistants have had the cold. And we've been very diligent with our Clorox wipes on the keyboards and stuff. But I'm always like, oh, get away from me. Don't bring me your cold germs. That said, they're lovely assistants. I don't want to be mean to them, but I'm also like, I don't want your germs. Hard in a small office, you know. Um, all right, so the sun is in Sag this week, which is fiery, visiony, go forward, go forward. And he is uh, running between 19 and 25. And he has uh, a little bit of a sh- surprise, something he didn't see coming on the ninth, the 11th. Kind of a, oh, I didn't see that happening. And then he has an adjustment to his relationships on uh, the, the 12th, on Wednesday the 12th. And then there's a new connection or a new important relationship that forms on the 13th. And also just paying attention to the ideas you have. And then a little bit little bit of stress around money or relationships around, you know, partnerships around money on the 16th. And that can be a loan, you know, someone asking to borrow money, or that can be you kind of feeling uncomfortable. Um, in my case, my tax accountant mailed me a letter saying tax law changes and I'm like really you know so I have an appointment scheduled with her to hear about my tax law changes um so that's part of that that energy you know things you have to do before year end whether you defer money or whatever uh, I hate taxes um I love my accountant though all right uh mercury is in scorpio at 27 scorp and it goes into um Sag 5, and it shifts on the 12th into Sag, and it has an adjusting aspect to how we proceed and what we want to do, and that happens on the 11th, and and accompanied perhaps by a bit of annoyance. So if you find you're a little annoyed on the 11th, and you kind of go, all right, well, I'm going to have to change that up, that's the energy. If someone's annoyed with you because you're not doing what they want you to do, and they say, you know, you're, you go, yep, you're right, I am. Just kind of own it, and you don't have to change. It's, it's the ghosts maybe complaining, you know. And ghosts do complain from time to time, and and that's the way it is. Uh, we also have an opportunity to work on a deeper level with our feelings about things and and how we feel uh, with Mercury in aspect to Chiron, which is stationary. So, you know, delving in, I mean, I just did a little riff earlier on Chiron and integrating our emotional nature with our bestial nature. And, of course, last week, Rose came over to do something by me and Remo was doing something and he hopped down and Rose stepped on his foot. And he howled and he ran off. 
And we both were like, Remo, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. And Rose, like, chased him into the bedroom, like, Remo, I'm so... And he was, like, looking at her, like, yeah, you stepped on my foot. And she's got these big boots, you know, that she goes thump, thump, thump when she wears them. She's a Taurus. Tauruses thump, thump when they wear big boots. And, you know, and Remo really got, he got creamed on that one. You know, he came back out and he played, and it, it appears everything is okay with the paw, but it is that clump, clump, clump energy, okay? So watch, 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 watch for a little wounding with the clump, clump, right? And <laughs> and what it does is you go, ow, that hurt, and then you go, all right, all right. Is it a bad hurt or a good hurt? You know, what, what's the story? And And that's the space. Mercury goes into Sag on the 12th at 642. He doesn't really like Sag that much because he's very chatty in it and he gets caught on some fibs and stuff. So look for really interesting tweets because we always have them when this happens from the Tweet Master down at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And that's on the 12th at 6 at night. Now, he normally tweets in the morning, 642, but Mercury goes into Sagittarius fast and furious legal documents. Mercury is semi-square Athena, uh, which is helping us see justice and understanding it, and it's biquintal Uranus in unusual ways, and it also is in the semi-square to Pluto. So um, the Mercury, as he talks to, um, as he talks to Pallas Athena, who's approaching a square to Pluto, he is kind of going, "Oh, justice wants this, power wants this." How are we going to work with it? Proceeding in balance and partnership and relationship wants this. Winning at all costs wants this. How are we going to work with it? So that's the story at the end of the week. Okay, And you're going to have it in your life, so just watch. Might be something with one of your siblings, because Mercury rules siblings. Might be a conversation or an argument with one of your friends. But just kind of watch for that on the, um, the 13th to the 17th. Uh, Pallas Venus this week has got nice aspects. She's moving forward. She gets to 8 to 10 of Scorpio. She's in uh, quintile to Pluto, so she's happy. And she has a good, working, productive sextile to uh, Saturn. Where Venus and Saturn, once a year, they have a sextile, and they get, they get along. So it's earth and water, makes mud. So that's a very productive energy. So really kind of schedule the 16th, schedule the 15th. The moon is void. You're not going to go shopping because the stuff's not going to work. But work on some projects that you need to get done. You're going to feel really good about it with that sextile as a closing um, as a, uh, you know, it's a closing sextile to Saturn. Um, and then Mars this week is parallel Athena, so he has really, really good strategy. And he, he has a really deep, decent approach. And, of course, he right now is in Pisces, so he's a little um, harder to read because he's a fish. He's a fish Mars. He kind of swims in, he swims out, he goes zoom, zoom, zoom. But he's got a strategy, and he has a sextile to Pluto on the 17th. And so we feel that energy build all week as he sextiles to Pluto, and then he also has a sextile to Juno, the planet of partnership. And Pluto and Juno are going to link up, not this week but next, and what they're going to be doing is uniting in forming a collaborative partnership at 20 degrees of Capricorn. So Mars this week works with them. He works with Pluto and he says, okay, what are we going to how are we going to create this, and who are we going to partner with? So watch for partners to show up this week, especially around the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, next week. 
because the setup with Mars always is a little ahead of time. So you're going to feel it before the days where it's perfect, which is Monday, which means it's going to kind of show up on the weekend or on Friday. Uh, Jupiter is sesquiquadrate Eris. This, <laughs> this is that energy, uh, you know, the guy in network where he stands and he opens his window and he goes, I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. And it's an ineffective, no offense to the guy who did that, I'm drawing a blank on his name, it's an ineffective thing opening the window and yelling out the window. It does feel good. But so you're going to have that happen, that ineffective, uh, I'm like, all right, I, I hear you. And that's going to happen, you know, Thursday, Friday. So you just kind of go, I, you know, I hear you're, I hear you're mad as hell, but, you know, you got to take it. Uh, Uranus is semi-squared Neptune. This is kind of a, a surprising break from tradition. So that's good. And that happens on the 15th. And then, as I mentioned earlier, Chiron is stationing direct and moving forward. And we feel it the few days before, the few days after. So that's going to be the beginning part of the week. Pluto renovates your home next week on the 16th. Uh, so, again, the 15th, the moon's void. Decorate your house. You know, stuff that it doesn't really matter because you, you just have to get it done. But, you know, it helps you. And then Pallas Athena is in a biquintile to Juno. Uh, which is, okay, who am I partnering with and why? And on that, the British lady is saying, time up. Christmas is coming. Astrology makes a great present. I got a great trip to Tuscany in May, May 9th to the 15th. That's a, you know, give that to your, ask for that for your Christmas present. Ask for money for that for your Christmas present. We have gift certificates available on the website also for astrology presents, readings in the in the year ahead or lessons, and we also have um, uh, the year ahead is up, you know, 2019, we're going to be talking on, I'm going to be talking on that, but I also put up on Freebie Friday what I said for 218, so go listen to 218's webinar, refresh where you went in the year, and how it worked, and how it felt, and what you've learned to get ready for 219, those who neglect the past are doomed to repeat it. This is a full steam forward ahead. You don't want to repeat the bad stuff. You want the good stuff. This is Ann Orley signing off from the Bright Red Desk, where I'm now going to go make some squash. Have a great day and uh, a very blessed uh, week ahead. Looks like a nice week. Not anywhere, um, not anywhere horrible. So have a fun time and just remember, clean it up, clean it up, get it out, get it out. New Year's coming. Take care. Bye.